Have you checked out the PTSD Wives Handbook? This book is for the wife whose spouse has survived trauma and is now navigating through mood swings, flashbacks, and mishandled emotions. PTSD can create a toxic home environment and cause a divide in the closest and most meaningful relationships. As a caretaker, the PTSD wife is finding herself at the receiving end of anger, aggression, and constant negativity. This can create a personal, mental, and spiritual health crisis for her. In this book, Coach Leah uncovers the hidden wounds of trauma and the effects that it can have on your relationship. Based on biblical principles, she teaches you the tools and resources that are needed to handle stressful situations and to seek help from the Lord and foster a deeper relationship with Him. By reading this book and putting the principles into action, you're going to learn how to take control of your life and grab hold of the power that lies within. Grab your copy of the PTSD Wives Handbook today by clicking the link in the show notes. Now, back to the show. How to look good naked? It's all about body positivity, self-love, and a healthy mindset. Come on in, guys. Let's talk about it. My name is Leah Huggins. I'm a wife, a mother, and a proud U.S. Navy veteran. After two tours to Iraq, my husband was diagnosed with PTSD. My world spiraled out of control as fear, anxiety, doubt, and depression took over. I gave my life to Christ, took on a new mindset, and let go of the negativity of my past. I now help wives to find healing, encouragement, and strategy to overcome the effects of PTSD on their daily lives and in their marriage. So come on in and let's talk about it. Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage, Motherhood, and PTSD. This is the place where we empower women to support their spouse through PTSD without losing themselves in the process. I'm your host, Coach Leah, and I'm so glad that you joined us today. So y'all, we got a good show for you today, all right? But first, I want to introduce you to our guest. She is a military wife of 22 years. She's a mother of two beautiful young adults, a son and a daughter with the best hair ever. And she's a certified personal trainer and a certified group trainer. I have known her for almost 15 years now, and she is definitely a friend that has become like family. And I have dubbed her the queen of dessert. Okay, because her bacon game is <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> okay, everybody, welcome to the show, Miss Bianca Henry. Yay! Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Bianca. I'm so glad that you joined us today. Welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want the people to get to know you a little bit better. Um, will you tell them a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do? Okay, so I have been living here in Biloxi for, oh my goodness, 30 some odd years. Let's just put it that way. My dad retired down here after he got out of the, uh, after he got out of the army and went to Biloxi High, graduated from Biloxi High, went to uh, University of Southern Miss for a little while and then left there and met my now husband and have lived all over the world and came back down here. He is now retired. Oh, After welcome 24 to the years, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we have established roots here, and now I have one more left in the house, and he's about to graduate this year, and 
We are going to be empty nesters. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing excited. a whole show about that empty nest, honey, because that is something <laughs> oh, else. <laughs> I'm already feeling it. I've been Ooh. crying all year since he started when school. I, <laughs> yes. When I tell you that empty nest thing, that's, like I said, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we can <Yes>. talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, you are in the health and fitness industry. So tell us a yes. little bit about your journey. How'd you get started with that? Okay. Well, I will say um, after my son was born in 2005, uh, I actually did not lose the pregnancy weight. And a lot of us don't lose it. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we can't just bounce back after pregnancy. I just thought I would eventually bounce back, but I never did. Yeah. And we moved to overseas to Japan and uh, my husband went off to be deployed within the first three months after we moved there. Mm-hmm. And I was not working and and I can say that I just wasn't comfortable with myself. So I worked really, really hard and um, I had lost 50 pounds in almost five months because wow. I just was so focused. And I guess you can say that's when it kind of started. Uh, got back here to the States, food completely different than you eat over there overseas. They, mm-hmm. they, are, they eat so much better overseas. They don't have all the processed food. Wow. They don't have all the saturated fat. And I come back here, slack off, and then the weight picks back up. And then it was just an up and down uh, roller coaster over the years and 2017, I believe it was 20, 2016, 2017, we took a trip to Disney World, well, Universal Studios, and mm-hmm. we were taking pictures. And I started reflecting back on those pictures after the trip. And I <laughs> saw myself and I was just like, oh, no, this is like, not. Who is that? that? <laughs> yeah, who, who is that? And where did that, that come from? <laughs> yeah. um, at that time, I was actually floating between a 14 and an 18. Okay. Depending on the clothes and the cut. And after that, I just, I went cold turkey, no meat, which is shocking because, you know, some people just gradually Uh go to no meat, but I just went cold turkey, no meat. And from that point on, I was just in and out of different types of different ways of exercising, CrossFit, kickboxing, running. And then finally in 2018, I came across the gym, um, train stop, um, and my trainer, Rashad Roper. God bless his he's heart. Amazing. He's over there in Vegas. Yes, he's amazing. <laughs> he left me, yes. you know, moved to Vegas, but he's doing his thing out there. And he just kind of he motivated me even more. He, I actually just went to him to to have me help me train to run, uh, right. train for a Spartan, actually. Okay. And I just I never left him. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, I got to the point working with him, helping out in within his gym. You know, just kind of motivating other folks and. He kind of talked me into becoming a personal trainer, and that's where I'm at now. That is wonderful. I can remember the Christmas. So, okay, the Huggins family, we do Christmas big. Yes, <laughs> yes you do. We do Christmas I big. I love it. <laughs> when I say there is a ton of food there, and everybody everybody in the circle knows how to cook. That's what I love. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows how to cook. And I remember the year that you told us you wasn't eating it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't, it wasn't that you weren't eating, you weren't eating meat. So like all the good yes. food that we had. So first of all, your discipline. Oh my God. Very, very. <laughs> to I be able very to do that during the holidays. Um, that is amazing. But um, I can remember that it's when you, when you brought that up. Um, so what, what sparked that change? I know that you said that you were, you were, um, you were uh, losing a baby weight and then uh, mm-hmm. how you got into it. What, what was the discipline like for you? 
Um, it took a while. Yeah, I will say it, it did. It took a while because I was frustrated because I, I went in there with the mindset of I'm going to hurry up and lose this. This is going to happen overnight. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. It's only going to I'm only going to be able to do this for a couple of weeks. I'm going to drop a couple of pounds. I'll be OK. Right. I can say it actually happened that way because okay. I made sure to eat right for those couple of weeks. I made sure to train hard for those couple yeah. of weeks and the, and the weight came off. And then I just went back to I'm not going to say old habits, but right. I didn't discipline myself enough and then it just starts creeping back and creeping back and creeping back and yeah. and then you go right back to the discipline and then it creeps back when you're not you have to have that mindset of you you want it yeah and you want there you go it. there you go and if you don't have that you want to keep it you're not going to be ready you have to be ready and that's why I tell everybody if you're not yeah. mentally ready to be physically healthy right you're not going to you're not going to progress. You're not going to get the goals that you want to achieve. And that is the biggest, that is the biggest thing when you're wanting to start on your fitness journey. If you're not, you have to be mentally ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big thing. We're going to get into all that. Definitely. That was good. That was good. I was jumping in right away. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the title of this episode, as I said in the beginning is how to look good naked. (laughs) Now. Oh yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you, I came up with this title, right? <laughs> so my husband and I, we were having this conversation uh, with someone else and he brought up the point that he goes to the gym so that he can look good naked for me, right? <laughs> and as soon as he said that, I'm like, dude, this is a whole episode title, uh, you know, a whole episode topic right here, you know? And it, it was like, what he said was actually a full, it was a mouthful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> The first thing I thought of was that, you know, where he said he was doing it for me and, you know, basically he was doing all this work in hopes that I would appreciate it. You know, and I Mm -hmm. thought about how many of us, especially as women, we do all this work on ourselves with the hope that someone else is going to appreciate it. You know, and and the fact is that he would look good to me naked anyway. I mean, that's my husband. I love him. (laughs) He would look good whether he worked out or not, you know. But um, I knew I knew what he was saying and I, I understood where it was coming from. But, you know, what I got from the conversation is that there's an even bigger conversation that needs to be had, you know, that focuses on your sense of self and body pos- positivity and self-confidence and self-love, yes. you know. So the goal is to look good naked, but for yourself. <laughs> yes. Right? yes, definitely. So. Um, what does body confidence and body positivity, what does that look like to you? Okay. Um, body body positivity for me is, as you, just like you said, you would look at your husband and say, oh, well, he looks good to me anyway. Right. I love it. To, to me, that's body positivity. You can just look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I look good. Mm-hmm. Even with this, this little role, I look good. That's right. You know? And that can kind of that will roll into your body confidence because you're just happy with with what you are and what you have to present, no matter what anybody else thinks. Right. So saying saying that and it's funny you say that even as a trainer, there are days that I don't have the best confidence in myself. And I think it's because I work out so hard. I can always, in a way, find something to nitpick about. Mm-hmm. So I can say my confidence at times it's it's sky high. Oh yeah, I look good in this. I look good in yeah. that. Oh, I'm feeling good about myself today. But then, and this is it's so funny because I did go to work this evening, and as I was putting on my workout clothes, I was looking in the mirror. I was like, oh, 
you know, just there are those days to where you just are not happy with yourself. And it's not going to be like that every day to where Mm -hmm. you're going to be happy with yourself. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing with that is don't kill yourself. Don't go in the gym two, three hours. You know, I got to work this off. I got to work this off. It will come. Yeah. Like it takes consistency, but don't expect to always be a hundred percent confident in yourself because everybody male or female has those days to where they just are not happy with what they look like on the outside. Yeah. I love that point is that it's natural. It's, it's natural, it's natural to, thing. to have that, that doubt. And I, I, it's a doubt. Yeah. I would call it a doubt. Um, it's, yeah. it's natural to have that about yourself because we're, we're always looking to be better, which is good. Mm-hmm. And like you say, don't kill yourself with it. Don't harp on it. Work on what you can work on and accept that's right that's right so I want to talk a little bit about how you know we as women see ourselves and we mm-hmm. compare ourselves to what we see in the media don't get me started on <laughs> Facebook oh, and Instagram I just had a whole conversation you know <laughs> and 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 how we we make that the standard, you know, and we put pressure on ourselves to fit into the norm, you know, whatever that is. And we compare ourselves to what we see there and we compare ourselves to each other. And, you know, it's it's one thing to be inspired by someone's journey, but it's a whole nother thing to compare yourself to them, you know, because we can be really hard on ourselves and it, it just makes it hard to accept and to be grateful for the body that you have right now in this moment. Um, what are some things that we can do to change the way that we see ourselves or begin to see ourselves in a more positive light? First thing is accepting and loving yourself. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to love yourself. And I know as you brought up the the media and everything, it's hard nowadays because mm-hmm. um, they want us to look like the European standards. Is that mm-hmm. what I call it? You know, right. they, they, sometimes they want us to be tall and slender Mm-hmm. And, you know, have all this long, flowy hair and mm-hmm. not everybody's going to be tall and slender yeah. and have that long, flowy hair. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times that I go to the gym and I, I will look at the other the other women and be like, oh, I would love to look like her mm-hmm. or or I just want this part about her or this part about her. Mm-hmm. But then I also have to think about it as reverse because they could be looking at me the same way. Yeah. So I have to walk in there with an, enough confidence that shows enough that, OK. I have what you possibly want. Let's let's get this together. Let me just smile at you to say right. that we're on the we're, we're on the same team. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Um I will say social media is very Oh goodness, how can I put this in such a nice way? <laughs> um be uh, be wary of social media. Yeah. Uh, I do I follow a lot of in, uh fitness influencers. Um yeah. and you start noticing things about different influencers, how they act, how they, um, how their bodies built and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, a couple of them I do follow, they have admitted that they have gotten work done mm-hmm. as far as making their bottom, the bottom bigger, which a lot of us women, we love, we want the hips and we the want curves. the bottom, right. the curves and, <laughs> and everything. And, and I, I follow them for that reason, because they were able to admit that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell a lot of the women out there that are listening right now, a lot of the influence that, that you're looking at that are exercising, that has a really big butt, 
Mm-hmm. Or, you know, got a really, really, really small, tiny, tiny mm-hmm. waist that looks like it's about 22 inches. Right. <laughs> it's probably more than likely that they've had work done. Yeah. And when you've had work done, you have to consistently stay in the gym because otherwise you wasted your money. Right. Yeah. So if you, even if you're considering getting that done, just think of it this way. It's all a mental thing still. Mm-hmm. Are you still going to be happy with yourself after you have all this work done, knowing you're still going to have to put in the extra work to keep That's up that right. work? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cause you, a lot of the stuff you see, I, I heard one lady refer to it as the Pinterest life and yes. basically where everything looks good on social media, but in real life, they turn the camera, the house a mess. Exactly. <laughs> everything is fake. It's not real. It's not real. Exactly. So definitely have to be careful about what you, what you see and what you follow and all that stuff on social media. Another point you brought up, it made me think of um, years ago. I think it's I've been on a natural hair journey mm-hmm. on purpose now because <laughs> before I did it, I just <laughs> I was just braiding my hair and just wasn't rebraid, you know, wasn't uh, straightened out. I just kept my hair braided up. Um, but once I decided, okay, we're gonna do this chop, and I still I had a lot of hair, but um, I had never felt more beautiful than when I had my natural hair. And that was that was something for me. That was I guess that's still a part of the body positivity talk because your hair is part of your body. (laughs) But there was there was a confidence that I gained after cutting off the natural because I felt and and I I was still put on a wig or two now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was still get some weave and all that. (laughs) And nothing wrong with extensions. But there was a new confidence that I gained by just wearing my hair in the natural state that it came in. And I've I found so much pleasure and so much joy in figuring out how to work it, how to get it to the consistency mm-hmm. that I wanted, how to get it styled a certain way, you know? So um, that that was a big confidence booster for me. So just knowing who we are and accepting who we are, you know, my mm-hmm. hair isn't down to here, but it's up to here when I let it, <laughs> let it out. Oh, you told me I did. <laughs> so, and I have no hair. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. And, and it's, it's being comfortable in who you are. And that's the lesson that, that I learned from that. Being comfortable in who I am. And I think I shined even brighter because of that. So that was it. That's my two cents. <laughs> you have to be comfortable with you, who you are. Absolutely. I, I, I am not a hundred percent comfortable with who I am every day. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, mm-hmm. um, Nobody. <laughs> there, there, there are times that I doubt myself, my yeah. abilities or, or how I want to be, you know, further along down the line. And mm-hmm. I just, I just take it a day at a time. I, I look back at what I have accomplished right, compared to what I am going to accomplish and say, yeah. well, Hey, I made it this far. I can make it this much further. That's and I just right. keep on going from there. And that's how you got to look at it. That's right. You got to look and see how far you've come to celebrate yes. those, those accomplishments that you have done. And that'll yes. help, you know, with moving forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, there's a lady that I heard that's famous and she was talking about having a diagnosis of body dysmorphia. And that's where, you know, they, they see their body in one way, but in reality, that's not, you know, how they look. Um, And I think to some extent, we all kind of do this This is kind of what we were just talking about. And um, like, we can see flaws that nobody else can see in us. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and and quite honestly, nobody really cares about it. <laughs> it's just us. It's just um, us. Exactly. Right. It, it's just magnified in our own eyes and it changes the way that we see ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you think where do you think issues with our body come from? Where do you think these body issues come from? Um, social media, mm-hmm. friends. Sometimes it comes from family. Mm. Um, just now, hold on. Let's park right there. <laughs> Let's talk about family. Look. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like to tell was... you how big yeah. your butt has gotten since the last time they saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine. Mine will tell you right away. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't put on some weight. Now, how yeah. big you gonna get, baby? <laughs> um. Yeah, and the funny thing is, it, I think a lot of times it's 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 out with nowadays the younger the younger generation I should say mm-hmm. looks more at social media, yeah, and they see how they want to look, but then they don't realize that the women that they're looking at, the women our age, mm-hmm. maybe around their age, they're getting stuff done, right? And the right. conversation I had the other day actually was because I saw a video on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it was. Of, it was old, like an old school video, mm-hmm. but it was like a, from the recordings and it, and it was women from the nineties and how they look nineties okay. and early two thousands. And I'm looking at these women and I'm just like, no big boobs, no big butt. Yeah. And they were just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then looked at them like, oh, you are just everything. It was, mm-hmm. it was almost like personality and face card was what was, what it was right. about back then. And I was just, <laughs> the conversation I was having, I was like, where did we go wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> where what did happened? all that, where did it all go? Where did I all go? Uh-huh. Because I, I can say when I met my husband, he will tell you, <laughs> I was louder than a cardboard. <laughs> And you still got them. <laughs> and I still got them. Right. So back then it wasn't it wasn't all about what you had physically, right. obviously. You just had nothing. So it's just like what happened to those days to where you could just be yourself without having to to measure up to others. Mm-hmm. I think yes. we kind of lost that along the way in the past 20, 30 years. So. That's it. I was watching yeah. a video um the other day and um we were it was it was about body positivity as well. And they were overseas and um it was like the main message. I I I couldn't watch the whole thing because <laughs> it really bothered yeah. me. The main message was really talking about um we do, I, I guess the campaign now is that we're showing bigger um, plus size women. We're mm-hmm. marketing to them. And like what they were basically what they were saying is that that is not the standard of beauty. And it it made me mad. <laughs> it made me mad. Because I mean, that the makes standard, me mad. Right. The, the standard of beauty is whatever you set it at, whatever, whatever you feel it is. I mm-hmm. think that the 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 push in the campaign for um plus size women is because um there's been such such a push for such a long time to say that that is not a standard of beauty you know exactly. that um it, it it's it's kind of hey big women are beautiful too and there are some mm-hmm. gorgeous all oh, women are gorgeous but you know you know what i mean it's in in the way we fill out the clothes i just mm-hmm. i like it now we want to be healthy Absolutely. Yes. We want to be healthy. But I think it's important to have that representation there to show that, 
yes, there's beauty in you too, you know, and don't let what we see in these magazines and on, on, on social media, where you have the skinny women or the, the waistlines, like you said, the 22 inch waistline, (laughs) that's not something that, that, you know, can be achieved, uh, without the work, you know, um, it's, it's just important to show that there there are other standards of beauty there. And I had to turn that program off because I was, I was mad. I'm yelling at the TV, but (laughs) by the time. Mm -hmm. And that's, and I think, I think uh, what you saying that, I think that's how women, young girls, women Mm -hmm. our age, get that body dysmorphia, how Mm -hmm. they, how they perceive themselves because people are pushing that agenda of, well, you have to look this way. You can't be a big girl and be pretty. Yeah. You can't be a big girl and be healthy. Yeah. I know, I I know bigger women that are just as healthy as smaller Mm -hmm. women, Mm -hmm. just as strong as smaller women who do work out all the time. Yeah. I think it's, it's just a vision thing. If somebody looks at you and says, Oh, I don't think you're pretty because you're big. Mm-hmm. That 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 kills your spirit. Yeah, absolutely. You that cannot think I'm pretty, but don't you push that on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't you push that opinion on me. Yes. The, to see these, to see the 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 women with the weight nowadays walking around with so much more confidence, it mm-hmm. makes me happy. That's because I'm right. not gonna sit up there, even though I'm in the fitness game and you know, I have a standard of the way I want to look, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna push that on them. That's right. That's because right. That's not how they want to look. That's right. If they come to me and say, hey, I'm not trying to lose the weight, but I do want to just tweak a thing here Mm -hmm. or there. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. We can sit down and have a conversation all day. But I'm not going to sit up here and spout to them. Well, I think you need to lose weight. Right. I think this is the size you need to be. And this is where you start. That's that's not that's not how you do that. Absolutely. That's, that's, That's not right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what advice would you give to the woman that is struggling to love herself? Um, Like how how do we build confidence and come to peace with the body that we have in this moment? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Struggling to love herself. Um, I think it all it starts with having a good, strong foundation around you. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And when I and when I say that, um, you need to have a a, a core of people. They yeah. Be your husband, your friends, even a coworker that can give you those little tidbits every day. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they speak all it takes is you. one. Yeah. Sometimes it just takes one little sentence of, "Oh, you just look so pretty right now. Mm-hmm. You look absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I love your hair color. Oh, what did you do different about yourself today?" Mm-hmm. you're glowing love that outfit on you sometimes it just takes one little thing and the person's confidence can eventually build it's like a flower yeah if they don't have anything you have to water it from the ground up that's it that's it so i think it just starts with just having the right people around you mm-hmm. the right influences around you mm-hmm. finding if you can't talk to anybody and you know you're just looking for um let's say like a, a book or something finding mm-hmm. that author author that yeah resonates with you and pushes that confidence into you right right but it's it's going to start from the ground up no matter that's what that's it that's it yep that's good that's good your circle matters definitely yeah it, it more than definitely one matters way. yeah and, and 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 it also it's also a circle that will give you the truth yeah <laughs> even if you don't want to hear right that's how the circle does matter i will say um I had did when I did start wear a shot. I was working so hard. I was working so hard, 
and you see me, I got like this big. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was big. You did Your it. Circle was very honest. <laughs> Younger, yeah. you have no butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, but like having no butt. Yeah. After a while, I realized I didn't like having no butt. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. But they they didn't hold back. They did. They they told me the truth, but it didn't. It didn't kill me. Yeah. You know, uh, because I knew that they were they were telling me out of love, no matter what. That's right. There's um, a way to tell the truth in love. Yes. Definitely. And it can be received better. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So they just they were like, "Oh, you're just skinny, so skinny." But I knew it was out of love, and the more I looked at myself. I could actually tell I what I was actually not as happy as I thought I was being that mm. small because yeah. I didn't have those womanly curves. I was yeah. just a little, I was like a little stick. And, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was tiny and uh, I'm not going to say my confidence was shot, but it did it kind of, and it wasn't due to them, but it was right. due to me realizing I wasn't happy with the way I looked. And so I had to make some yeah. major changes on that part. And that's good that you took it upon yourself to do that. You didn't sit in it. You know, yeah, no, some people sit not. in it and um, they don't take the steps that's needed to make mm-hmm. the change that they want to see. It's nothing wrong with finding. And it's not even a flaw. It's, it's, it's nothing wrong with finding something that you want to work on or something yeah. that needs to be worked on within yourself. And then you doing the work on it. So like mm-hmm. you say, it's all about how it's received. If you can receive yes, exactly. put on put on your big girl bloomers. <laughs> and just go for it. Just go for it. <laughs> and go for it. Exactly. Exactly. I know we talked about the uh having the circle. My daughter, <laughs> when when Maya was little, there was one time I, I would always come to her and say, Hey, how does this look? How how does this look on me? One time one time she told me, uh, the fashion world wants you to take that off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was her nice way of saying, no, that is not cute. Yes. Yes. She would let me know. Definitely. So that I had that circle right there because she would let me know. No, ma'am, that's that's not it. <laughs> not the whole fashion world wants me to take it off. <laughs> so in your line of work, um, mm-hmm. you are really helping people to change their lives. You know, it's transformation. What are the common challenges, um, both mental, physical, whatever? Um, what are the common challenges that you see in dealing with most people that come to you for help? I would say physical is they are not accustomed to to movement. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that that are starting off, they they're not they haven't moved in ways to to know that their bodies can move in certain yeah. ways. Um, a lot of people think, oh, we're just going to walk. So they're just used to using their legs, but your legs can do so much more than walk. Yeah. And then when you push them to that limit, they're realizing, okay, oh, I got bad knees. Mm -hmm. You know, that become a problem or, you know, I didn't know I could move my arms that way, but now my shoulders, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I had problems with my shoulders. So those are some of the physical problems we, we come about with, um, uh, as far as mentally it's the frustration. Mm. they get frustrated because they can't do certain things mm-hmm. um it's hard for them mm-hmm. or they're just not able to at all yeah. and we have to find alternatives for them to do certain things to build up that part of the body yeah but they want to they want to push themselves to the to the brink of where they want to yeah. they want to hurt themselves and it's like no I can't allow you to do that right but, you know it's it's in their head that mm. I have to do it. I have to do it. And, and it's not to say, it's not 
it's not like I want to tell them, no, you're not allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of let's gradually get you there. Right. Let's work about, let's get you there the, the proper way. So you don't injure yourself. Yeah. We'll get there. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. We're going to get there. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. I know that, um, People have different circumstances, different things, different reasons that they have for wanting to get healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I know the over 40, over 40 club where stuff starts creaking, your knees start clicking. And <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I, I know that there's different different reasons, you know, for for them mm-hmm. wanting to come in and, and get healthy. So it's just good to have the outlet there. Um, yeah. To have somebody to work with you on that. Um, now, one of the things that I've said on this show uh, many times is that I believe that self-care is one of the highest forms of self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, part of self-care is relaxing and, you know, getting to a place of peace. Um, but it's also digging in and doing the work that needs to be done. And I think that at the base level of self-care is definitely taking care of yourself physically, you know, because um, if you're struggling in your body, then that's going to make it all the more difficult for you to tend to your mental and your emotional well-being because they're all connected. Right. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, the, that's your mind, your body and your soul. Can you talk to us about that connection with mind, body and soul and how one affects the other? Like what's the connection between your mental health and your physical health? Um, I'll talk for me personally with uh, my mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. I stress um, just like a majority of us. We, we get a mm-hmm. lot of that. Yeah. So my outlet is to do the physical to help my mental. Right. I hit the gym. Um, I'm in there between one and two hours, just depending on the day and, and what has really affected me mm-hmm. uh, to help me clear out my head mentally. It's my it's my Zen, my Zen space. Yeah. Uh, don't call me. Don't text me. Yeah. I will ignore you. <laughs> it is my time. You have outside to. Of, yeah, exactly. Outside of that, I'll get massages. Outside of that, I'll, you know. Get, take myself to get my no, my nails and my toes done. Mm-hmm. You have to find what how you can zero out everything that mm. is bringing you down. That's good. You need to you need to start fresh from a blank slate in your mind. No yeah. matter what it is, if you have to sit in a park on a bench and just mm-hmm. look at the water until everything just drowns out. Yeah, that's that's your zero spot. That's where you come back in and you yeah. can start all over. That refreshing, that refreshing. Yeah, it's like you need yeah. a refresher. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm big on, I'm big on, I'm big on refreshers. Yeah, everybody needs their their me time. Yeah, even if you have to go into a separate room for an hour, shut the door. Right. You need your me time. If, if your mental gets start getting broke down, how are you going to be that? How are you going to help anybody else? True. That's help very yourself. true. Yeah, you, you have other people that you. made. You have other people that may depend on you at work, at home, your second job, your third job, no matter what. Mm-hmm. If you're not mentally sound, you're not mentally healthy, you're not going to help. You're not going to be helped to anybody else. That's right. So it's all with you. And you only end up putting more pressure and more stress on, on yourself. yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. yes. And that was going to be part of my next question. You know, um, I guess it's just a statement now because you actually answered the question. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, one of one of the ways that people um deal with their stress and their anxiety is by overdoing it with the food and the alcohol and you know, not getting rest. Um so all those things that that you named, those are those are all definitely healthy ways to deal with stress. So yeah. definitely. Yeah, we could be really hard on our body. <laughs> Very so, much so. And yeah. I, I'm I'm a big advocate of getting enough rest. I can honestly say for myself, it's it's a struggle for me. I don't yeah. sleep well at night. So I I I try my best. Come Thursday, Friday, my body kind of knows, oh, the weekend's coming. Yes. <laughs> We're about to shut it down. Yes. But between Sunday and Thursday is just like, wait, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yeah. know. So um, everybody knows that change on the outside begins with what you do on the inside, right? You have to do the work. um, And that starts with your mindset, number one, and self-talk, number two. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Talk a little bit about that. And and how do we begin the process of doing the inner work? I have a little (laughs) book. Uh Uh-huh. And actually, I have a book. Since everybody calls me B, it actually has like bumblebees all over it. Oh, um, just I journal. I, I journal. Am a proponent for journaling. I, I love I, it. I believe journaling would probably be for me. And I, I I'm not gonna say I push it for people, yeah. but I do tell people I think you should write. Yeah, I think yeah. You should write. You can get everything out. Absolutely. And I think you can even build up your own confidence through journaling. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what I'm going to do today. This is how I feel today. Mm-hmm. This is going to make me feel good. I think you can change your own mindset just journaling. Absolutely. Um, that's just, but that's me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good. I actually, I started journaling because I went to a nutritionist once and she mm-hmm. said, I want you to get a journal and I want you to write down every time you eat. She said, write it down. And then from there, not only are you going to write down what you eat, I want you to write what time you ate. I want you to write down what you were feeling when you were eating. And when I tell you that was an eye opener, because I realized mm-hmm. when I'm mad, I eat. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm, and, it, and that was during a time period where I was going through some mental things. So if I'm mad or upset, I'm going to eat and I'm not going to eat mm-hmm. healthy. I'm not, I'm not taking the time to prepare, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Preparing things ahead of time, preparing your meals ahead of time. I'm, my schedule's too hectic. It's too busy. I, I was not in the right mind space to do that. So not only am I eating my feelings, but I'm not eating healthy. <laughs> I'm eating French fries. <laughs> oh, we all do it. Yes. We all do it. So that was that was a big eye opener to me. That's actually how I started out journaling and, and doing it that way. And and from there, when I tell you, I got a ton of journals <laughs> now where I just I, I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I actually made it my way of doing prayer. So um, because sometimes sometimes, especially if you're not used to praying, sometimes um, it, it's it's weird praying out loud. (laughs) So I like to use my journal time to write. And that's where I really just take my time and talk to God and and I'll, I'll write my prayer out. Um, but Mm -hmm. so that was for somebody that, you know, may have trouble with, um, with praying daily, just write it out, write how you feel. That's it. I don't, I will say, I don't carry my little journal everywhere, especially when I'm at work. So if something comes across my mind to where I just feel frustrated and I just, 
even if it's, <laughs> I'll be at work and I get so frustrated sometimes. Yeah. I just start scribbling, just scribbling Sticky on notes. a piece of paper. And it, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily have to be words. It could just be yeah. pictures or something, but that's uh-huh. just um, feeling at times. And I'll make sure that I bring whatever piece of paper I was scribbling on. Yeah. I bring it home and I stick it in my journal and I'll just yeah. date it. There because you go. Because that, at that time, on that day, this is how I was feeling. Yeah. And yeah. it was just my way of releasing that. Yep. So I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan for journaling. Yeah. Everybody try it. <laughs> get a journal, get a journal. <laughs> and then start writing, just, yeah. just do, just start it to be petty and just say, yeah, you know just, what? You really got on my nerves when this exactly, happened. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you didn't take out the trash today. Okay. I, I got you. I'm about to write that in my <laughs> journal. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's a that's a good thing. Um, that's really good. Um, all right. So I am really big on not giving up. <laughs> you know, I believe if you have to reset or start over, definitely do it. And there's no shame in it. But you know, eventually we want to get to a point where we don't have to start and stop, you know, stop and start over again. Um, why do you think people struggle so much in the area of consistency? They're not ready. Oh wow! Yep they they're not they're not ready to face the the challenges that come along with it. Yeah, starting is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, people say it's easy. It is. It's not easy because you you do realize that you have to make major changes to mm-hmm. get to where you want, and yeah. they're just not ready for that. What do you mean? I can't eat all this sugar. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I got to move daily. Yeah. What do you mean? I got to pick up a weight. Mm-hmm. What do you mean I can't have that burger yeah, all the time? That right there, that part right there. <laughs> you know, the hard part. I, I'm not going to say for me it was easy in the beginning because it definitely wasn't. Yeah. But then when I started seeing the results, uh-huh. I didn't want to go back. Yeah. I really didn't. That's what and they I say. think if people just, if they just stick it out for 30 days, and that's what I always say, just try it for 30 days. Yeah. You, and once you see those changes, your confidence changes. Mm-hmm. You start smiling more. Mm-hmm. Your clothes change. How you speak to people change. How people look at you and perceive mm-hmm. you change. Yeah. And you don't want to go back to the old way. But yes, I do yes. think it is because they don't want to give up what's easy. Yes. Or yes. they want it to come easy. Yeah. And whatever you do in life, whether it's work, have a family, be become physically healthy it's going to take that work absolutely absolutely i also think that um we don't do enough planning ahead of time um and, and it was just like i said before about um i didn't plan so i'm already eating <laughs> my feelings mm-hmm. but the fact that i didn't plan i don't have something healthy there just in case i want to sta- snack on something that was a part of it too you know um yeah. So, yeah, I, I also I agree. I definitely agree with what you said. I also think that we we need to know how to plan, how to get get it in, you know, make it a part of our day. And and that's actually my next question. Okay. <laughs> so <you> know, <laughs> a lot of people have have uh, they struggle with having the time and the energy to fit nutrition and exercise into their mm-hmm. daily lives. Um, can you give us some tips on how we can incorporate a healthy routine into our already hectic schedule? Okay. Uh, not everybody can do it. Well, yeah. I'm not going to say they can't do it. Um, 
some people do struggle with it, but yeah. I'm a big fan of meal planning. Okay. Okay. Um, for me living such a hectic life, you know, mm-hmm. having the full-time job and then being a personal trainer mm-hmm. and then being a, a sports mom, yeah. um, it takes meal planning for my part yeah. to, to keep consistent with what I am accomplishing for myself. Mm, so good. every, every Sunday, um, after I come home from the gym, yes, I work out on Sundays. Yes. <laughs> it's your time. I, <laughs> yes. Um, I cook breakfast for the family and that, and while I still have that energy and that yeah. adrenaline, I go ahead and meal prep yeah. three, four days, um, of my snack, my lunches. The only thing I don't do is breakfast because I like a hot breakfast. There you go. That's just me. Um, <laughs> it has to be hot. You get yeah. one meal. That's. So, I mean, that's. Yeah, good. I, get, I get one meal that's hot. But um, like I said, I'm a big fan of, of meal planning, and I think if if people can just set aside maybe one hour out of their day on Sunday, and I know mm-hmm. Sundays is usually a day of church, day of rest. You know, mm-hmm. they're wanting to get that that Sunday dinner going and everything. I mm-hmm. think it would change a lot you know, to be able to go in the kitchen, in the refrigerator in the morning on your way out to work and just grab it and put it in your bag. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as um, being physical mm-hmm. with a, a hectic schedule, that is, a, it's a little bit, it, it is, that I will say that is a little bit on, on the more harder side. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, where I work, we have a big whiteboard and um, my office, we either take our lunch at the gym, you know, cause I, mm-hmm. you know, we're all trying to stay within the healthy realm. Right. Um, but some of them do not go to the gym, but they want to still get that physical uh, fitness in. Yeah. So I actually wrote a little, um, it's like a 20 minute workout, 20, 30 minute workout, just depending on how, you know, fast they move yeah. of hitting the whole body. Wow. And it just makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they're still accomplishing something yeah. uh, throughout the day. So even if you're in a small space in the office, there's small space um, exercises, yeah. exercise videos all on YouTube, 20 minutes, 25 minutes out of your day. Um, yep. And then don't, especially if you're working at a desk, get up and move. Don't yeah. sit there for eight hours a day. Make sure you are physical somehow. Yeah. Walk around the building. Uh, that is That can be a physical uh, thing to do during the day as well. Yeah. Um, you can stand up, do 20 jumping jacks, sit back down, go back to work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a consistent, oh, let me be like in the gym for an hour. Yeah. Break it down. <laughs> it's as long as you're moving. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I had um, one of my doctors tell me um, that that as well, too, and because uh, I was having problems with my, my back and my neck. And she said just after every because I have, I see the public in my nine to five. So she said, yeah. after every interview, just take a minute and just move your neck left to right, yeah. you know, do a, do a circle, do arm circle, do something, you know, where you're moving, constantly moving throughout the day instead of just sitting there, <laughs> you know. I had, I had one coworker, she actually set her alarm for every 20 to 30 minutes Wow. where she would get up from her desk and she would do some sort of exercise that's good whether it be walk around the building whether it be jumping jacks squat something she would she just set her alarm so that is a way of moving as well if you cannot if you can't make it to a gym yeah on you know during the day or, or whatnot if you're so busy Absolutely. That's a great idea. And I can't tell you, YouTube is, YouTube is good for something now. <laughs> oh, YouTube. I, I call it the university yes. of YouTube. 
<laughs> yes, definitely. I, I actually started using it. Um, so we uh, the I live in a, a new area, and um, where the the area that we live on was built on top of wetlands. So we have alligators. <laughs> so oh, I was wow. like, yes. Yeah, so I won't be walking anymore around <laughs> the subdivision. <laughs> So we have alligators. So yeah, I'm I'm good. So what I actually started doing was I I get up in the morning and I, I do have to get up a little bit earlier now, but I started mm-hmm. getting up in the morning and I'll find a video on YouTube. I'll find a stretch video. I'll find um, a walking video because I love walking mm-hmm. the walking videos uh, where you can walk at home. And then I have we have an exercise b- bike back there and I'll get on that for 15 minutes. And that's if I do 15 minutes for each, that's a 45 minute workout I've done every day. You yeah. know, yeah, exactly. and, um, I just do it at my own pace. And it's, it's good to have that. Um, but it's also good definitely to have, you know, your personal trainer to carve out something for you because, you know, you think you know what you need. I, I pick all the <laughs> stuff that's not going to be too hard for me to do. <laughs> but sometimes we I need that push. I know I need that push. So it's definitely good to have a personal trainer there. Somebody can, in your face saying, you can do yes, it. <laughs> yeah, carve out that plan for you and, and to be that push. So, yes, uh, that is amazing. So what would you say to the woman who is just starting on her journey to take charge of her physical health? Um, what mm-hmm. advice would you give her? Stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Stay dedicated and be patient. Yes. Patient, patient, patient. Yeah, it's a process. It's, it is a process. <laughs> um, don't rush the process. Um, I say don't rush the process. Enjoy the process. Mm. Because as you're going through this process, you're actually learning more about yourself than you probably have before. Mm-hmm. You're learning what you can do physically. You're you're learning about yourself more mentally of what you're you're put. I mean, you are pushing your body to do things that you have never done before. Right. So enjoy this process saying I was never able to pick up this 10 pound dumbbell before. Now Mm -hmm. look at me. I'm picking up a 15. Mm -hmm. And the more you're able to do the more, you're just going to flourish and it's just going to show and you're just going to say, I just want to keep going. I don't yeah. want to stop. Yeah. I want to see what I get to before I just say, nope, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. They say the results are addictive. <laughs> they, they, are they, they can come back. Yes. Oh, <laughs> love them. Yes. Yes. Well, Bianca, that was it. You did good. <laughs> I just want to thank you uh, for being on the show. Um, this was such a help and encouragement for me, let alone, I'm sure you definitely help somebody else, but just for me, I thank you so I, much. You can reach out to me anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. So you'll be our resident health and fitness expert. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Hey, so where can the people find, okay where can the people find more information about you um you can actually go to my instagram and it's it's a good little name it is mentality mental ib okay to ease. Yes. All right. and what we'll do is we'll post that on the show notes so they'll be able to see that and look that okay. up all right well that's it did you have any final words for us um no final words except for just love yourselves. Do what is right for you. You don't have to please anybody but yourself. Absolutely. You have to live with yourself and not for anybody else. 
That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and and hanging out with us today. Well, you guys, that's all the time that we have for today. Um, Be sure to check us out every Tuesday for a new episode. Okay, that's it for now. But until then, I want you to be encouraged, be empowered and be blessed. Peace, y'all.